this is what they start. This is always, you know, it's always going to be a great article when they when it starts with, as a parent of color, I'm always con- conscious of the presence or absence of diverse representation in kids' pop culture, what it means for children and the conversation we have around that. Her surname's Wang. What, does she want them to cook a dog in it? Welcome to a brand new episode of Incorrectly Podcast. I'm Brock Murley and with me as always is Evan White. Hello. Oh, we just got a hello. Shit. <laughs> yeah. No greetings, earthlings. Wow. I know. I felt like throwing a curveball. A little boy's growing up. <laughs> Not growing up. I still believe in aliens, but. True. And you're still drinking girly drinks. True. Can't argue that. Lee. Wait, what did you say? You said true, and I went, Lee. Oh, uh, okay. Well. <clears throat> and on that bombshell. Time to go. <laughs> and the crowds rezo- rejoice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. No, come on. You said you had something really big off the top of the I do. Yeah, okay. Too. I didn't know if you wanted to do, like, introdu- let, let's just jump into it. We, I'm I, curious. I've introduced do you. Do you think, do you think that Conor McGregor is going to get that ass beat? Is he in trouble? Hell I no. I think he is. Oh, I think he's in big trouble. He'll uh, he'll uh, wreck Dustin. You can't honestly believe after that, Dustin, can you? C- yeah, no, after Dustin uh, claiming that McGregor didn't pay the, the donation, McGregor is going to make him pay just for that. I think that the only chance McGregor has is if... How long... It'll be like, what, six months in between fights, right? Uh, yeah, about that. But that's January to July. Yeah, I know. But McGregor, if he wants a chance in hell of winning, has to completely change like his stance, which is not a super easy thing to fix. Yeah, it is. You're just trying no. a different stance. Yeah, but I'll only have six months. It's not like something or he's done before. you counter the calf kicks. He's... I don't. He, I think he's screwed. Yeah, no. Nah. Now nah, he'll win. Like I said, like look for Poirier to uh, apologize for what he said on Twitter um, about the donation. Probably proves that he knows he's in the shit, <laughs> and he wants to soften the blow, so to speak. You really think that he does not? Are you implying that you think he's like scared? Not scared, but you don't want to poke the bear. I mean, one way he wouldn't be apologetic. Like the bear would have already been poked. Not really, though. Chummy last time. So now, no, I know, but like after he he wouldn't walk it back because at that point the bear would have already been poked. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Okay, he. he so there's no, you to... gain nothing by walking it back. Yeah. Well, maybe if he was wrong, he might gain something. But yeah, so no, you said you had something really big you wanted to ask me at the start of the show. What that was, was it? it? That, that was, was it. I, want... oh, <laughs> I wanted to know if you, you, a open Connor fanboy, thought that he was in trouble. I think he's no. in big trouble. No, not at all. You don't think he's in trouble? Uh, speaking of trouble. We have a potentially eight less uh, viewers slash listeners. Why is that? 
some former FedEx employee decided to <laughs> pop a... Well, you're laughing at people getting shot now, are you? No, I that's, didn't that's... know about this, but I read your little notes and the way that you introduced it is absurd. So if, look, anyone out there expecting a package anytime soon, it might be delayed because there's eight less, there's eight less set of hands now dealing with them. You're the one making a joke about this. What are you talking about? Uh, no, I'm, no, I'm not making a joke at all. It's, you know. You're not making a joke when you surely say someone could have... Eight Surely someone can, uh, surely someone was mailing a gun to someone else and they could have found one to fire back. You're making another joke and you're it accusing me It was a disgruntled employee too. Don't they have I don't like... Know. Well, you're going to have to expand on this. I don't know anything about it. Uh, somewhere in America. It doesn't really... It's America. <laughs> I don't oh, okay. really have to pinpoint where it is. It's America. Um... But apparently, a disgruntled FedEx employee, they were an employee up until last year, I think. So I don't know whether FedEx was like most people hit with COVID restrictions and um, cutbacks and whatever. But uh, yeah, decided to go into a, I think a depot. Are they called depots over there? Or they have storefronts FedEx? What are they? Um, like, are you talking about a FedEx storefront? Yeah, like FedEx. Is it an actual store? Is it just a depot? Or are they outlets in other places that you drop them off that sort of third-party things? What is it? Well, I, I've never... I know really it's a courier service. I've never really been to one except for, like, the FedEx office locations, but that's di- kind of different. Yeah, from, so like, I'm not sure shipping. whether he went into an office or whether he went into an actual depot where they handle sort parcels or whatnot. But, um, yeah, he... Killed eight. I don't know if that's including himself because he is dead, or she. I'm not. I'm assuming it's a he because it usually is a he. I'm assuming they're white because they're usually white. Uh, Are you <laughs> assuming that he identifies as a male because that would be yeah, pretty probably. fucked up. Yeah. Oh, well, it doesn't really matter. They're dead. So what are they going to do about it? But um, yeah. but yeah, another week, another mass shooting. So yeah, that's a good point. The U.S. has been having a lot of shootings lately. Oh, hasn't you lately? What do you call lately? Last fifty years? I was talking about like the last because things eight to are 10 opening months. up. Yeah, I was thinking like the last people like, couple have, months. People uh, get coming out and they're trying to interact with people again, and it's probably going to take a while for just normal people to interact, let alone people that probably aren't a hundred percent there. And then you throw easy access to guns into the mix, whether they've got them prior or they're going to get them. Because there's no use doing a background check to see if someone's got a mental illness if they've never been diagnosed with a mental illness and they've just got a mental illness in the last couple of months because they've been cooped up. (laughs) There's no point doing a background check for any crimes if they've not committed any crimes prior to getting this mental illness that wants them to go out and then you know, pop off people. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's like the Minority Report. Have you seen that movie? I haven't. In I've that, heard of it before, I think. Yeah, in that movie they go and they arrest people before they commit the crimes because they have some... Uh, I think there's a few people or psychic people that hook in and they can see crimes. 
so in the future so they go and arrest them for crimes they haven't committed so to save lives it's like well hang on how do you know that that is going to actually happen so it's does that kind of like the system you've got to wait until someone does something yeah. before you can catch them doing it and or stop them doing it or yeah yeah that's honestly crazy i haven't really thought of it that deeply that's so, wild so the checks don't like i don't have any criminal record so if i was yeah. an american citizen i could go in and they could say hey you've done nothing wrong just wait your how many ever days it is to wait there you go bang so and there's another thing too i've heard people say like if everyone's got a gun like like uh you know you, you can carry a gun in some of the states yeah and it's like well if you walk in you know i'm about to pop someone off and then someone behind me's got a gun so they're going to shoot me and that's it it's done but I'd be more inclined to go, right, I'm going to scope this area out. Okay, there's three people in here that are carrying guns. They're the first three people I'm going to shoot. <laughs> then I'm going to shoot the unarmed people. So, yeah, you, I, I would be more worried that carrying a gun would make me more of a target, like a policeman, a soldier. They've got a gun. That's true, They're but if everyone, if, like, pretty much everyone had a gun, then you can really scope them out. Or like you could scope one out, but then another would get you. True, but not that many people want to carry a gun either, even if they still want True. that right to own it. That's a good point. I wouldn't just want to carry in. around a gun. It just myself. doesn't fit into their lifestyle or what their job or whatever they're doing, or it might be too yeah. much of a hassle. That's true. No, I wouldn't like the idea of carrying a gun around on me. However, either I would like way, to own a yeah. couple. That's it. That's you it. Know? You could say. 50% can say, oh, yeah, I can stop something happening if it ha if something kicks off. The other 50 can say, oh, hang on, it makes me more of a target, put puts a target on me. Yeah. Because, you know, or what happens if someone doesn't have a gun and can't get a gun because they're mentally unstable or they have a criminal record, comes up and grabs the gun from my holster or, you know, you, you hear of cops being killed with their own gun because someone's grabbed it off them and, and shot them. So either way, you can, it's a no-win situation. It's too far ingrained, probably. So. Yeah, I can't argue with that. That's... And I, and I want to visit and move over there. So yay! <laughs> Rock, if you want to do that, you should probably stop talking about how you would do mass shootings, buddy. No, I wouldn't be able to because I, I'm a, not a US citizen, so I wouldn't be able to buy a gun. Is that a thing? Really? Yeah. Because I, I remember when I was over there for a holiday uh, or vacation, as you guys like to call it. Um, yeah. I went into, I think it was a pawn shop or it was a gun store. I can't remember. I think, I think it was a pawn shop, but they had guns. And when you say that, it kind of sounds like you're saying porn shop. No, not porn as in porno, but porn as in I want to pawn this off. Um, yeah. I get you, but... And obviously, yeah, they had guns for sale. Um. And we got talking about because it wasn't long after we'd had our um, 30 odd people massacre that changed our gun laws here. So I was just talking to him in general about that and just, you know, we were just having a conversation about guns and the different laws and cultures and whatnot. And he's like, well, you know, you can't buy a gun because you're not an American citizen. I can't sell you one, even, you know, even if you 
pass checks or whatever, or, you know, just because yeah. I'm not an American, which is a bit of a pain in the ass because if you've got every American has the right to defend themselves, <laughs> poor little old me, I'm sitting there and I can't do shit. It's like, here's a knife, get away. <laughs> Step back. If you had a knife and a gigantic set of balls, then you could do something. Yeah, yeah. Throw the knife at them or, you know, do a matrix. The thing is, is like, if you're in a situation like that, you might as well just try to be as huge bald as you can possibly be. Uh, because... Bum rush the guy or girl. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. Take at least one or two bullets. Well, so yeah, the thing they is, can is patch like, you me might up. as well, yeah, you might as well bum rush them because the, the alternative is a lot worse, you know? Yeah, I'll go out with a fight. Put it that way. I'm not just going to stand there and let someone, you know, turn me into Swiss cheese. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm a bigger target because I'm, you know, six two and you know, broad shoulders or whatnot. But if I get a hold of someone, I'm going to make sure that you know. Yeah, especially if it's life or death with someone shooting. If up I can't a get the of- gun out of their hand, I'm going to break the arm that it's in. Put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I would honestly try like. I'd try to like tackle them and then like try to make them land on their head. That would be the best, like, you know, well, I wouldn't want to be on the ground as such. I'd try to keep it on the feet, but obviously nullify. Your, your that, is going to be you are heavy. regardless. I know. If you're thinking that you could like kick a gun out of a... Oh, no, no, not kick. No, <laughs> I don't mean that. I mean, I would grab the arm or hand or whatever that it's in because that's the thing. Once you've fallen over you roll so they can roll on top of you you can roll i just feel you got more okay i get what you mean by that but i feel like you're more apt to get shot on your way into the takedown if you if you stay too high you know what i mean i feel like Um, if you get a center of gravity you can tackle them and then fight for the gun back if you're going for the double-legged Double I would be going for the double <laughs> take It's like they're not worrying about the guillotine. They just got the Glock. They just popping it away. Uh, well, I would kind of hope that they fumbled the, fumbled. the gun on the way to the ground. <laughs> the takedown defense is shocking, but their uh, aim is good. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, that was a jolly good way to start the podcast after the McGregor thing. Uh, yeah. I See, honestly, look, guns are fun. We, we'll, you know, we're, we're uh, having fun, and I'm sure our listeners are. And I'm sure Menke, who's a, a, a strong gun advocate, um, is having a good old chuckle at the moment at this silly Australian telling uh, everyone how he would handle, um, you know, someone coming at him with a gun. So, you'll probably leave a comment. I would, I would definitely go for a double egg takedown, though. Like real talk. <laughs> Um, staying in the States, you know who Hank Azaria is? I don't. Okay. You know who the Simpsons are, the TV show? Absolutely. Okay. So Hank Azaria is one of the voice actors and he is also an actor. He was in the, not the Godzilla series of movies that have recently been released, but the one that was released, I think it was late nineties, early two thousands that had Matthew Broderick in it. I don't think I ever saw it, but I it's pretty that. shit house. Um, he yeah. was in that. I, I feel like I might have seen like a minute of it and yeah. thought it was garbage. And yeah, yeah. But uh, he voices on about five or six 
characters in The Simpsons. One of them being Apu, the quickie man. Uh, I feel like this is kind of old news with like him being, he's not on the show anymore, Apu. N- no, this is different. But like the he's... voice actor guy. Is no, too... well, yeah, kind of, yes and no. So from this year, I think, or no, he left the show, he stopped voicing Apu last year. Yeah. So they're going to get an act. So the the Simpsons made a thing. All non-white characters will be voiced by non-white voice actors. So brave. Which of is them. weird, considering every fucking character in the Simpsons is pretty much yellow. Yeah. There's <laughs> not many white. Besides, and then when they like have Chinese feel. characters or Asian characters, they're like an off creamy color. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's like what the fuck. Anyway, um, so he doesn't voice him anymore, but he's come out and apologized for actually voicing him for the last 20-odd years or however long it's been, 25 years. What and, a pussy. And that it's, you know, sorry for he all that he hurt and, it's, you know, stereotypes and, the, and the, you know, stereo, uh, you know, the, the culture and this and that. Um, there was no, no harm meant by it. Now, <clears throat> I was hoping to, um, I don't have any Indian friends, but I was hoping to get some Indian insight into it. What that, like what some Indians thought about it, but, um, I didn't have to use an Uber this week, so I didn't get the chance to ask any. But, <laughs> so I've just got my own opinion, but yeah, it's like. What? You have Indian friends? I don't think so. What do you mean you don't think so? They're pretty hard not to know. Not that I can think of. I mean, I've had... Are you just like everyone from the subcontinent all looks the same? Mm. (laughs) I mean, I feel like I've... I feel like I've... You're you're like, all Asians look the same. All, all, all subcontinental people look to say. I feel like I've had Indian Indians are the ones that are really good at acquaintance. Yeah, I know. And honestly, typically math and science type of shit. Mm, yeah, they're the kind of... Yeah, them and Asians. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Driving no, I feel so like much. I've had Indian acquaintances. I don't know that I have any Indian friends. Yeah. But no, I just think it's weird. Like, I don't know. It's a voice actor, so it's like, do the best voice for the person. Like, there's yeah, some I Indians mean. that can't do an Indian voice, like a stereo, a, you know, a stereotypical Indian voice. And it's like, I don't think there's any harm in being like, oh, it's stereotypes. It's like, well, how do you get a stereotype? By acting like that. By Probably. that being what it is. Yeah. If you come yeah. to Australia... We say good day. So if you're Which is then disgusting, then <laughs> so if you then go to another country and you're taking off an Australia, I get more offended when I see uh, people trying to be Australian. One, they sound South African or they sound English. Who or tries to be Australian? Like like when actors do an Australian accent, or they'll try and uh. use a term that we don't even use. Like, oh, she'll be apples. It's like never fucking used that in my life i don't know that sounds kind of aussie to me because you don't know any better that's the thing (laughs) 
But no, because I I felt like it might. Oh, it probably was a saying years ago. I've never used it. I've never heard anyone use it in my presence. It's not something that you know, like. But g'day, how you going, mate? Bang! I get that nearly every second day if I walk down the street. Sort of thing. Like yeah. the other day, someone said, "Hey, going, mate?" I'm like, "Yeah, good, thanks." I feel like this might irritate you. There's this show called Hello, Ladies, and it's about a British guy. But for whatever reason, I always picture him as Australian, and I have since way before I ever That's, knew you. Because you're ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. But like you know the the Indian accent, and well, you, you look at the um, Akash. Yeah. He's an American Indian. Uh, sorry, an Indian, subcontinental Indian born in America, uh, uh, you know, in America. Grew up in Texas. Yeah, but I feel I like if he really wanted to. So he, he, he actually could. struggles to do. <laughs> like, I feel like if he really wanted to, he could do it. Yeah, a but, but it's a cartoon. Place. So therefore, it's making cartoons, you know, they dumb things down, especially a kid's slash adult <laughs> humor cartoon you know yeah so no, I mean, I, uh, okay simpsons is hardly a kid's cartoon but i still agree like kids watch it and they just don't get the the adult uh you know i watched it as a kid i did too but my parents let me watch it anything mm. i don't know it's just one of those silly things look i can understand them going right we can and I know voices, voice, you know, if you're a voice actor and you're good, you can do voices no matter what. It's yeah. like when the original voices of the um, Looney Tunes, obviously they're pretty much all dead now because... Do imagine that they're all dead, yeah. yeah. So obviously they had understudies that um, would go on and do it. Um, I think an Australian is one of them that does most of the um, Looney Tune characters now. Excuse me. I could totally see that. I feel like uh, Bugs Bunny's voice is pretty naturally Aussie esque. Yeah, I think eh. he, I think he does Porky Pig as well. I, I'm, I can't think of his name, but I don't know whether he still is doing them. But I know oh, probably ten, fifteen years ago he was doing them. I don't know if he did Space Jam or if he did, you know, or if he just did Looney Tune ca- cartoons. But yeah. There's voices you got to keep going. Um, Transformers, you know, the original Transformers voice from the cartoon has been replaced by, or Megatron or whatever, I think is Hugo Weaving, you know, an Australian actor, I think. Why would they replace Megatron's voice? Because I guess the actor's no longer with us. Oh, okay. okay. You know? I thought you meant like voiceover some of his old shit Oh, no, or no, something. no, no. Like, as in for the, like the actual movies and and any new cartoons hey, you know, because people okay. die they lose their voice things like that um yeah. so you know naturally eventually he's going to get replaced but I, I guess they're like well if you're not white in the simpsons world which is weird, like i said weird because they're mostly yellow um yeah. then yeah we'll put in uh put in whatever nationality that person's meant to be so which is fair enough I don't, I've got no qualms with that. I just have qualms with him apologizing, apologizing. for something. Yeah. He hasn't done anything wrong. I don't think anyone would have... Oh, I don't know. I agree. The, the I, apologizing I've never part gone to school. Oh, and I've never given anyone shit 
for sounding different because I saw their culture on a show and they had a dumbed down voice on the show or, you know, oh, good golly, 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 you know. I yeah. never <laughs> went to school or saw someone and said, oh, you sound like a poo or whatever, you know. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I've never I haven't that. heard that either, but no. it's just... A... I've never done yeah. that. so Or heard it. I've never heard someone do that. Yeah, it, it's just, yeah, I don't know. And, and I've, like I said, I've... The shows where I've seen Australians, like I can remember one, it was on Baywatch, and the guy was meant to be an Australian lifesaver, and he actually said she'll be apples, which I said I've never heard anyone say in my life. That was Arnold Schwarzenegger, wasn't it? No, 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 no. no. So you confuse him with David Hasselhoff, yes. Um, no, I was yeah, cracking on myself. Yeah, for... uh, yeah, and I was like, I was more like offended that you hadn't done your research to, you know, it was just lazy. <laughs> yeah. Sort of thing. And that's the thing. Even when I was in the States, I had to prove to people that I was Australian. They didn't believe me. It's just still just absolutely crazy. And to I'm me. like, I'm showing licenses. I'm, because Steve Irwin was alive at that stage. Showing licenses. And then I'm just ripping off Steve Irwin sayings. And obviously it sounded enough like him. So they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're Australian. But uh, just I don't know. That's absolutely hilarious that you have to do Steve Irwin impressions for people to believe you. <laughs> I know it's just silly, really silly. Um, but moving on from one cartoon to another, you remember how we spoke about the Australian cartoon Bluey? Yeah, a like while, way a back. Time. Like I think it was like second, third. From, episode maybe fourth episode yeah well it's in the shit again some journalist hang on i'm gonna bring it up here i'm pretty sure i've got it here australia is too progressive that's the problem yeah i tell you what Uh, where are we yeah so Bluey criticized for lack of diversity. Now, for anyone that doesn't know, Bluey is a cartoon <laughs> of like blue healers. Um, hang on, I'll put a photo up here. I'll just keep talking. So don't talk, Evan. There we go. So that's Bluey and his mum and his sister or brother or and his dad. I don't really watch it because it's not my demographic sort of thing. But it's like... He's a border collie. Oh, sorry. No, he has a border collie that's from New Zealand, apparently. Border collies are like the cutest breed of dog. But it's well, a... behind Australian Shepherds, but they look almost exactly the same. Oh, here we go. Beverly Wang. So that'd give you an idea. Is the one that's written that uh, should be more uh, diverse. Is she Italian? Yeah, Wang, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it just... Like, it's... Uh, what, she wants more cats in it? Is that... Because it's too many dogs? Like, how Wait, do you have... Can you say again what the issue that they have with it is? Like, why, why is it in the news? It has a lack of diversity. It's a... 
fucking cartoon about a blue healer. Or like most of the people in it blue? No, they're dogs. They're actual dogs. But are they like blue dogs? Well, no, there's a boy. Oh, they just look like the actual dogs. Yeah, they look like a dog. (laughs) Oh my god. I showed you the photo, didn't I? (laughs) Yeah, but can I see it again? Okay, here we go. So here's the photo again. Oh my god. Yeah. So this is what they start. This is always, you know, it's always going to be a great article when they when it starts with, as a parent of color, I'm always con- conscious of the presence or absence of diverse representation in kids' pop culture, what it means for children and the conversation we have around that. Her surname's Wang. What, does she want them to cook a dog in it? Uh, Wang then asks where the diversity lies in the show. Where are the disabled, queer, poor, gender diverse, dogs of colour and single parent dog families in Bluey's Brisbane? So wait, what's a Chinese bred, like a Chinese originated breed of dog? Let's see. Shih Tzu? Is that Chinese? Probably. No, no, that's German. Shih Tzu? Yeah, it was like created by Hitler. A Shih Tzu? Yeah. You sure? No, I'm thinking of a schnauzer, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Shockingly enough, yeah, Shih Tzu is one, but shockingly enough, a pug is a Chinese-originated dog breed. That's like the worst She does realize that dogs, if dogs have, like, a disabled dog, would probably be, be put down. Well, unless it was like a three-legged dog. I've, yeah, I've seen... yeah, true. Yeah, but if it was really like disabled from birth, it'd probably be. But why do you have euthanized? to think to like do a three-legged dog? That's so. That's such how a would you have a queer dog in a kids? Kids aren't thinking like they're, they're kids. They yeah, don't need kids to aren't know thinking that like what. Yeah, until what, they like, need to what... know it. No kid is thinking like, wait, why isn't this guy dog fucking this other guy dog? Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't think the the straight dogs are humping in Bluey. Yeah. It's like, why yeah, is Bluey humping, humping that human's leg? <laughs> why are they sniffing each... I don't think they're sniffing each other's assholes either. Yeah, they're just fucking Poor dogs. Dog, they're, I don't know, gender diverse. <laughs> a dog's a dog. They're male or female dog. There are no transgender dogs in the world. I've never seen a German Shepherd go from (laughs) go from male to female. It's just if the if you've got lipstick and you're a dog, you're a male dog. If people follow that, um. I think I follow it. <laughs> when the male dogs get excited, they pop out the lipstick. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I get it now. It's just... What... I don't know. Not everything... Yeah. Like someone says here, not everything, and this is... They've got full stops after every word. Not everything has to be political. <laughs> just yeah, definitely not like a chat <laughs> About dogs. About dogs. I mean... It's like, yeah, can Blue, another quote here. Can Bluey just be a, 
a show that entertains my five-year-old. No, absolutely not. Uh, it's just, it's crazy. Coming from someone that with the name Wang is more than likely from a culture that eats dogs and treats dogs pretty <laughs> bad. That is straight up. It's not a cooking show. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you have any take on that at all? You... I mean, no, I just kind of agree with <laughs> everything you said. It's just kind of like, a, just, I don't know where to go. like, what the hell? Ridiculous. It's, uh, I don't know. But it's a, it's an award-winning show, which is good. So I can't imagine just, it just won't be winning any glad awards anytime soon. Well, I definitely don't see anything coming of it. You know, it's just too ridiculous Can of a thing to get pissy about. Uh. <laughs> um, do you have any uh, anything you'd like to chat about? Well, I, I have kind of like, I have another thing here, but um, yeah. well, we can briefly just talk about like how you're kind of selling me on the smartwatch idea, you know? Okay, and which which will you be going? Because uh, you own you personally own an iPhone, yeah. But your work. I don't phone... think I'm going to get any smart smartwatches. Is what I was going to get at. Oh. <laughs> Well, then I'm not selling you that well, am I? Well, no, but you did. Like, I was I was pretty in on it for a while. I mean, yeah. if you get a cellular one, you don't have to take your phone with you. So if you go out and you don't want to take your phone with you, um, okay, yeah, I'm going to say you get an Apple watch. watch. Always, I'm going to say you want... get an Apple watch, right? Yeah, okay. And you get an Apple watch and you get the Apple watch cellular. So what that means is... If you just get an Apple Watch that is, that is Bluetooth, you have to have your phone with you to use it to make and receive calls. Which there's no reason to have. And get notifications. If you get one that's cellular, if you leave your phone at home or you leave your house and you... Like, I've left my house before. My, my watch is cellular. So it has an eSIM in it. So if yeah. I rush out of the house and, and leave my phone behind, <clears throat> which I've done before by mistake... Um. Then I'm I'm still good. I can still get called notifications and shit like that, because it's just like having a phone on the wrist. But Samsung can track your every movement, literally. You, they're tracking your every movement, no matter what. When you got a phone. True. That gets me with people that go, "Oh, I don't want to have the vaccine," or you know, they put them on. Well, I'm getting here. vaccinated on or tomorrow at one o'clock. Which one? Uh, Pfizer. Pfizer. Yeah, I'm going to do a t-shirt and put it up or, or a thing. Um, Have you been vaxxed? No, because I'm not in the... Um, our stage hasn't hit yet. Plus, well, we're, we're plus, quicker to vax, bro. Plus, our government's fucked it up big time. They, really? Uh, they said, oh, we've secured all this vax vaccine, and they hadn't. They just ordered... Like, they're just bullshitting. Plus, now the... Uh, what is it? Yeah, Zenkura one or whatever the one is, supposedly. Johnson and Johnson, the one. I don't know that if that's Zenkura or not. Yeah, yeah. Is that? That was Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. So we've had, we had a death the other day, but the person had underlying health issues, diabetes, and that. I think they're like in their forties. 
uh, died of a blood clot. They've since said it was, I think they said it was related to the vaccine, but it's like, well, she, they'll probably stuffed anyway. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> but I'll, I'm like, they, they've recommended for people under 50 to have the Pfizer one and not yeah. the, not the other one. Cause it seems that the blood clots are only happening in people under 50. Well, there were three in America, Pfizer, Moderna, and yeah, we, I don't think we've Johnson had the Moderna one. We've only got the two. The Azvedenka, whatever it is, uh, and Pfizer. Yeah. But I think I'm going to do a T-shirt or a, a pin or something. Um, it's Pfizer or fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, but I'm going to spell fuck it with, be a, in... with a P and an PH. H. No, no, no. Oh, Pfizer's PF. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. How long do you think it'll be until you get vaccinated? I might be lucky until the end of the year. Really? The going. Yeah, they, they had they had time frames, and it was like, yeah, we reckon everyone will have their first dose uh, before the end of the year, and then now they've they've scrapped them and they've got no time frames because now that they've said everyone under fifty probably should go for the Pfizer, we don't have enough Pfizer. Yeah, it's it's just one big cock up. I'm not really worried either way because obviously the more people, more older people, it's I'm more worried about the older people. That you know, that, yeah, that would get affected by affected by it more. The only thing I would be worried about is traveling, but I don't think I'm going to travel anytime soon, like overseas. I mean, yeah. um, so that would be the only thing that if 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 I had the money to 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 get over to the US now, and it was possible, as in you know you can travel, I'd be annoyed if I couldn't because I haven't been able to get the vaccine, but I don't have those funds to do that. So <laughs> Yeah, but isn't it annoying like having your society shut down? We're not as shut down as you guys though. We're we're pretty much open. Yeah. Everything's we're not really shut down <clears throat> at all. We can well I suppose it's state to state with you guys. Yeah. As it where is I here. Live, it's not really shut down. But at I mean all uh cinemas are fully open again now in, in Victoria as you know, there's no cap, cap numbers. Um, I think going out's fairly open. Restaurants, you know, we don't have to wear masks. The only, I think, the only place we have to wear them, yeah, uh, hospital, yeah, hospitals. When you go into the doctor, and public transport, and that's it now. But beyond that, it's pretty much business as usual. That that's good. I kind of feel like that's how it is where I live as well, which I feel like is really good. We've just started taking in more international flights. I think in Melbourne, and I do feel like that's a bold move, don't you? Yeah, well, we've got we would. I think we have, but we've got the hotel quarantine, which the i don't think the traveler has to pay for it because it's obviously not their fault <laughs> that you yeah. know they've got a quarantine um i think the government's organized all that and they've you know i think this is like about phase three of it they've, they've done it about two or three times and each time they've tweaked it you know they've had shortcomings in the first time shortcomings in the second time where people have either you know gone about their business and not being tested or came out and spread it and you know had to close us down so like I all think... of australia is 
really closed like was really closed at one point right it was fairly tight yeah and even borders within states were fairly tight but it was short like a say short-term pain for long-term game you know i'd rather have a a slab of time where you're you know what you can and can't do you shut down sure it's a pain in the ass but then once that is released you're pretty good then okay we're going to close it down for a week we're open again for two weeks oh we've got to close it down for a week again because this this has happened oh we've got to open it up again which some places were doing you know yeah when did we start did we start doing this in may or june uh august mate august really yeah when we had here in melbourne we had our hard lockdown the the stage four because i didn't have to work yeah (laughs) yeah 20 something of august i think is when the yeah first one went up i felt like it was longer than that personally no Yeah, I don't feel like any state I ever lived in was super locked down, but it was pretty locked down, you know? Like, I don't know how to make that make sense. But, like, I always felt like yours was more... Like, you had, like, set times that you could go outside. Like, businesses were closed here, but you, like... Yeah, we had had curfews, like, as in, you know, you've got to be home. These are the only reasons you you can be out. Um, these are the only reasons you can leave your house, but yeah, be home by a certain time, which, you know, time were your curfews usually? Oh, I think they were either eight o'clock or nine o'clock. I think I feel like the only, I feel like I lived like there was one brief like point nine till five, you know, 9 PM till 5 AM. I think it might've been, but really? that was only for metropolitan Melbourne. That wasn't oh, the whole okay. state because where I live now, which is classed as regional Victoria, they had nothing. Like they were pretty much open. And then, because I remember at one stage, a truck driver from Melbourne was, he got infected in a cluster from a shopping center. Like someone in a butcher got infected, infected their staff or a customer. And he was living in the household. He got infected. He then, I don't know whether he got tested or he didn't isolate, but he went and he worked. Oh, that's right. He didn't realize he was crook, I think, or, or possibly sick. He went, he was he was a truck driver delivering tires to tire shops. So he delivered tires to a shop in Shepparton here where I live at the moment. And then he went, he went somewhere else but he wasn't meant to, like it wasn't part of his job. He did something cash in hand. (laughs) And then he went back to Melbourne. And then when he reported where he'd been, because that's right, someone got got coronavirus at the tyre store that had contact with him. So they contact traced and they said, well, he's the only person who's been sort of here from Melbourne. So they rang him up and then they worked out. He lived, he, he was the missing link. He lived with the people in melbourne that got it so he and then he didn't tell them everything when he told he said i only went to here and went to there and then i went back to melbourne but there was another place in between so everyone was really annoyed at him and the government were like look just tell us where you've been we're not worried if you're 
we only want to know where you've been. We don't want to know what you've what you're doing while you're there, just where you've been, if you've stopped at this cafe, you know, because he'd stopped to eat at places as well. Yeah. On his work day. And they're like, you know, if you're doing an extra job that you told no one about, it's cash in hand. We're not going to tell the taxation office. Don't worry. <laughs> we just want to know where you've been so we can, you know, tell people to get tested. So I think two or three people from that tire place ended up getting corona and they're all related. So the whole town. That's really impressive contact tracing work i feel like oh yeah they're fairly good on it and and even like compared to other places they're on it but even then there'll be politicians which i I think you know it's the it's the job of the the side that isn't in power to always have a go at the side that is (laughs) but um in any country in any yeah any country uh they were always like oh this isn't good enough that's taken them 24 hours to trace this or whatever but it's like no it's not too bad like there's a coronavirus app that you don't have yeah that you don't have to have it but if you do download it it'll um you have put your bluetooth on um it doesn't divulge your information but it will let you know if someone reports like if i were to get coronavirus they would then look at that my bluetooth to see if i'd been come you know where you know when two bluetooth things connect or proximity they could look at my history and go oh hang on he was here for more than 15 minutes and there was two other people that we at least know of that have the same app on. We can now contact them to say you've been in close contact with someone. So please isolate or get a test. So I, that is really, I don't, I don't know how well that app has worked. Cause obviously yeah, was, like, I don't think Americans would use that app, but that's the thing. People are like, Oh, they're true. They can trace you. They know where you live. It's like, You've got a phone. I mean, you've got a credit card. They know where you are with a credit card. You think when you tap and go, they don't know, you know, Bill Smith yeah, has like, just bought some groceries? Yeah, even though I I have my VPN now, like, I still have my address programmed into my phone. So, like, if I'm going they for lunch... They know where you are with your phone everywhere. Exactly, yeah. More, long story short, I mean, yeah. You, you don't even have to have your your internet on to be you can have offline gps these days you know so it's that whole thing they know where you are it's like they know where you are anyway they can look at your credit card and they can get a fair idea you know where you sure they can pinpoint you where you've made calls yeah but they can pinpoint hey you got fuel here at this uh you know gas station you got then you went you ate at that mcdonald's so we know you're in this area roughly that's a really good point it's like, just think. <laughs> it's just one more thing, you know. <clears throat> Is that possible to do with Bitcoin? Do you know? I feel like I'm asking the wrong person. I don't know. But Bitcoin's going yeah. up. I'm, I, I got into my Bitcoin going up and I bought some... Bought something Dude, else. Brock, let, I'm going to... Okay, at the very... Do you have anything else to talk about? Because there's a chance I ruined my screen showing you this. Oh, I do. Okay, let's get to that. And then I'll talk to you about how I could have made over $1,000 on Dogecoin if I didn't sell it. How's that sound? Oh, yeah, it's gone up big time, hasn't it? Yeah, Brock. I I used to have 2,000... 
347 shares of Dogecoin for the price of $10. I bought it at 0.00426. So if I still had 2,347 shares of Bitcoin at the price of um, for $10. Okay, so currently this isn't assuming I sold it at the peak today, which was like 46, 47 cents. Actually, I'm going to do yeah, those coins going up by 50% at the moment. Okay. But again, Brock, I had two over 2000 shares of it for $10. I sold it forever ago. I could have made over a thousand dollars on this. Mm. Well, I've only got my portfolio is pretty small. Like I'm no, I'm not rich. So, <laughs> but well, I've no, got... I paid $10 for that 2,000 shares that I sold. Veracity or Veracity or Veracity. It's a fairly new one. Um, it's for gaming. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what it's about. What is Veracity? Veracity. I'll probably pronounce it wrong. Um, it is a protocol and product layer platform for esports and video entertainment. So uh, its product layer includes VRA rewards, a proprietary video player, a proprietary ad stack, and Vera Wallet. Um, VRA rewards is integrated with video players such as YouTube, Twitch, Vimeo, uh, and many more. Uh, Veracity earns revenue from its esports fight club tournament platform through subscriptions, commissions, on-price pools, videos, and revenues and transaction fees. So, <clears throat> I bought $10 of that the other day, like yesterday, I think. And in the last 24 hours, it's gone up by $1.45. <laughs> okay, but how, how many shares did $10 get you? Uh, it has gotten me... Or like coins. Uh, 166.49. Brock, I'm not trying to sound like, I'm not trying to one up you at all, but it's just, <clears throat> I'm honestly kind of shitting on myself. I, it, I, I want to show it to you. I just know that my screen's going to be yellow for the rest of it. Oh, I believe you that it's, it's gone down. That's yeah. literally over 1000, like on $10, I bought 2347 shares of dogecoin at well under a penny ish like at 0.00426 now it's trading at the peak of today it was trading at 47 cents a share that is like that that is okay so my ten dollars could have been one thousand one hundred and three dollars if i never sold it do you under like that it's so i want to throw up it's bad. I could have made <laughs> so much off of Dogecoin if I did not sell it for it. I sold it to like put it into the stonks back in February, I think at least. Uh, so, yeah, it it's bad. How much money I've lost. Well, like how much money I didn't win by selling Dogecoin when I sold Dogecoin. I'm just trying to find uh that that's funny but sad all in one. It's sad. It's kind of funny if you're not me, but yeah. 
Okay, I'm just trying to find something here that I want to talk about. It's it's to do with um, a navy ship got bought a navy ship Australia did called HMAS Supply. Congratulations to you guys for joining yeah, the we've fucking been, ocean. We've been saving up, but <laughs> what <laughs> what happened was the ABC covered the story here in Australia, and they. <laughs> They misrepresented the launch of it, but I'm just trying to find a video to show you that I'm going to put up. Uh, where are we? Because it manipulated the footage. Because they had a, they had a dancing routine that was well before the Navy personnel were there. But what they did was. Um, made it look like they were dancing in front of the Navy personnel. <laughs> uh, let's have a look. Let's see if I can find it here. Okay, yeah, I'll send you a link to it. Let me know when you're watching it, because then I'll... I'll put it up over the, um, sending it to me via Instagram. Yeah, but I'll put it up over the, um, yeah, the video like we did the other week with the, so I haven't received it because I haven't sent it. Oh, okay. (laughs) That makes sense. Steady on. Here we go. What do we got here? Send it. So they they made it look like they were twerking in front of the Navy people. So I've just sent it now. Let me know when you get it and count me. Tell me when you start watching it so I can put it up on the screen and I'll I'll move over over here and that means Okay. I am about to start it. Okay, if you want to move to your left. That gives us all yeah, then when I can put it up. Yeah, that's it. I'm just going to play it into the mic so you know when I start it. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Defence chiefs are under fire this morning over a decision to include a dance performance at the ceremonial launch of a new Navy ship. Let's go live to 7 News reporter Amber Laidley in Sydney. Amber, many say the routine wasn't appropriate for this particular occasion. Good morning, Eddie. Yes, this has certainly raised a few eyebrows. The local dancers were commissioned by Defence to perform this custom choreographed routine at the launch of HMAS Supply at Garden Island over the weekend. In attendance were top military officials and also federal MPs, and many were said to be stunned. There was hip-hop dancing, there was a little bit of twerking. Uh, Now, Assistant Defence Minister Andrew Hastie has reportedly passed on concerns to 
the new Defence Minister, Peter Dutton, uh, in response to accusations that Defence has become too woke and overrun by social justice warriors, has reminded everybody that the ABF's core business is the application of lethal violence in the defence of our values, sovereignty and interests, and we should never forget that. But plenty of people saying this certainly wasn't the right occasion for this kind of performance, Eddie. Thank you, Amber. Now, the nation's top Navy brass are under fire this morning after scantily clad dancers were asked to perform at the commissioning of a new ship in Sydney. Defence Force Chief Angus Campbell was in the audience as the local troop twerked in front of the HMAS supply. Assistant Defence Minister Andrew Hastings has labelled the display as inappropriate. Jane, uh, what do you think of this? I think it's very funny. Um, it's certainly very odd. It does seem a little um, unusual in front of a uh, naval ship She's with all those people smart. in their, you know, very smart uniforms. The She's top in the brass. back left. Um, I don't find it offensive or, you know, I mean, girls dancing, so what? But um, I have to say... It is a very odd juxtaposition. I don't know if somebody was having a lend um, or um, just not actually understanding the kind of um, uh, ceremony that this was actually going to be. I have no idea, but I, I do enjoy it. Now, Rob, a defence spokesperson says they were trying to engage with the local community. Are we taking this a bit too seriously? No one minded when Cher... Baby found you... death at, dead at Perth private school. <laughs> Yeah, one less yeah, mouth to feed. Yeah. So, uh, so the funny thing is about that is those dancers weren't there when those military people were there. Then what was the point of it? The ABC that did the, the footage of it, they edited it yeah. to look like that. Oh, really? Yeah. So they've had That's to... kind of spooky, isn't it? They've had to apologise. So when mm. those... Old farts with their military uh, medals and hats and you know swords or whatever they had were sort of looking like mm, like mm, they're all right you know they weren't even oh, Brock, there. You have bragged about the Australian military before to me. Yeah, but they weren't even there. So those girls twerking weren't twerking to the any of the dignitaries or, and all that. So <laughs> so the ABC, the national broadcaster, had to apologise. And say, yeah, sorry, these girls performed prior to the military people and all the sort of politicians and that getting there. Then That's there was awkward. another, it was a pre-ceremony dance sort of thing because apparently the, the dance troupe were getting all sort of shit online for, you know, how dare you do that in front, you know, military, da-da-da-da-da. So <laughs> a bit of creative editing um and they're like sorry we misinterpreted it misinterpret that um through the editing we're sorry whoops that is like kind of spooky that they would try to do that in the first place though isn't it i don't know about spooky i think it's just funny yeah but they're trying to like that's propaganda well we <laughs> watch out we're coming for you with a with a twerk army i know but like <clears throat> Why fake being in front of the military? That's that's weird. I don't Do know. you not? I, I suppose they thought, oh well, it's boring. These old people are sitting there, probably looking at someone chatting. 
you know, saying how good this ship is and, you know, it's another... That's a very optimistic viewpoint of what so, could be going on. And it's probably that, boring right? just, like, it, just showing these people dancing with no one watching because there's probably no one there to watch at that stage, you know? Um, That's a very optimistic way to look at it. So that. we'll just mix the two together. We'll put the sound of the dancing over maybe someone talking about the ship, but we'll show the people as if they're... Um, you know, <laughs> enjoying. It would the be show. very, very uncool with a news company editing a video to make it look like something with like something like that would. Yeah, well, that's why bad. they've had to come out and apologize because of it. Yeah, they should, but like more. That's sketchy. That's full on sketchy. I feel oh yeah, like. fake news. Yeah, it literally <laughs> is. That's sketchy. <laughs> we can do it too. You guys aren't yeah. the leaders of the sketchy party. I know, but like, I that should be like, I don't know that like, you guys should literally boycott, like, legitimately stop watching that station. We don't have many stations, mate, so we can't afford the luxury to do that. <laughs> I don't know. That's they're the same station that does Bluey, by the way. Guys, drop a <laughs> comment on how sketchy it is that Australia is literally more diversity. Like, I guess you don't want to see any military dances where they're just all sort of real stiff and like. Again, this is a very optimistic viewpoint. Of all of that that you you were telling me, which <laughs> fine, but it, I feel like that's pretty sketchy that they would do that. Mm, yeah, well, speaking of sketchy, anything else you want to chat about before we uh, wrap this baby up? I don't believe so. I mean, we'll definitely get back to the fact that you've never beaten me in a UFC bet, and uh, you're not going to start with McGregor Poirier. Um, who do you think is going to win Masvidal versus uh, Usman, Usman next weekend? I think I feel that way too. I, I can't really. I part of me kind of thinks that Masvidal might sneak a win, even though he's definitely not better. And tomorrow we got the um, <clears throat> two big fights on. Big fight card being uh, Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna pay per view that anymore because it's actually fifty bucks, which I was. Uh, yeah. Oh, you'll be able to watch the free uh, fight pass. Uh, sorry, not fight pass. Um, ESPN Plus, uh, Whitaker, Robert Whitaker. That's versus... what I plan on watching. Yeah, Kelvin Gaskell. That's actually a good Kelvin fight. Kevin, hang on. I think it's Kelvin. Kelvin Gat. Yeah, I think so. I'm pulling for Robert Whitaker. I want Whitaker uh, versus Adesanya take two. They fought before, right? Yes, I have. Yeah. And that was one of, until Izzy got beat by Jan, that was one of his toughest fights, wasn't it? Calvin. Robert Whitaker? No. That's a... Calvin was. Whitaker, yeah, oh, okay. starched. Okay, my bad. But Gaslam isn't really fighting for a title shot with this fight, is he? You never know if he impresses. Because he, he did a, it was a war, it went five rounds. Yeah. And he nearly got knocked out at the end of the fifth. <clears throat> what about the dude who won last week and who has like that very Eastern European name and I can't think of his name, but it starts with a V. Vittori. Vittori. Yeah, he's already he, uh, he's, he's already th- beaten him. 
So he wants, but yeah, he's, but he's beaten all of. He's beaten yeah, but all he's three improved since. So he's yeah, he wants another crack. So I think if Whitaker doesn't win, it'll go to Vittori, and then after that, Gaslam could possibly get another title shot. Don't you think? Probably. I don't know. There's so much drama around the UFC if you follow it enough. You know, it's kind of like it really kind of is WWE esque. Do you think so? Mm. It's definitely more real and legit, obviously. Yeah. But like, you know, the story, like, who's going to fight who when they're. It's like, okay, you know what a lot of people love about the NFL is NFL free agency. But in the UFC, there's always free agency going on. It's like, who's going to fight who for the next, you know? Sometimes there's like tournaments for the, like, you know, the top four fighters, mm. like you two fight. Well, here's you something two. you won't care about. Okay. The WNBA had their draft yesterday. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care at all. Uh, well, on that bombshell. I was about to say on that. <laughs> Kisses. See you next week, guys. <laughs>